Blog Talk Radio. Everybody get up.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Off Your Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, the one and only Ian Bush, who thinks he's keeping me in line, but mm, there's no such thing. <laughs> tonight, tonight, my guest is a very good friend of mine. Before the show, we were just telling Ian how long she and I have known each other, and we go as far back as at least 10 years. Her name is Mary Brotherton. She is a writer, an editor, you name it, the woman's done it. Now she has her own magazine called Be Unique Magazine. I am honored and privileged to be able to write for that magazine. When she took, this is this is her own words, after years of writing and editing for others, saying my name on their mastheads, I took a break in 2012 to become my mother's caregiver. When she crossed over two years later, I thought I could step back into the same path I'd walked for so much of my career. Life threw me a curve. Life does that. In 2018, I joined other professionals to create Peace Corps, Inc. We do business at Be Unique Magazine and provide a free educational publication that highlights people doing amazing amazing things to make our world better. Peace Corps is an acronym. To discover what it means, please visit BeUnique.org. Don't go there now, ladies and gentlemen, after the show. And while you're there, check out the other products and services our charity offers. She still writes and edits as a freelancer as her time permits, and but Be Unique is her passion. I, I was there when she and her friend Jennifer launched it, and this woman works at it 24-7, seven days a week until finally... Her mind says, okay, it's time for a break. So she's here with us tonight. Welcome, my dear friend. How are you? I am fine. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're I'm welcome. delighted to spend time with you. You're always welcome on this show. You know that. I do know and, that. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, she has her own show called Unscripted on Blog Talk Magazine, which was an offshoot of this show for what? Two years, a year and a half? About a year and a half. And then it it was time, then Mama Bird pushed us out of the nest and said, you need to do your own show. (laughs) And and now we have 11. I can go to your show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We we only have 11 to choose from, though. (laughs) Yeah. We we have Unscripted, which is our, our flagship. And then we have Here I Am with Anna East. We have Take a Break with Jean and Mary, which is a daily 15-minute break show in the middle of the day. Um, I do a show called Manifest Mondays. We do Transformational Tuesdays with an um, intuitive reader. We have The Ripple Effect with Trilby Saldana. We have, this is a brand new one, Walking the Path with Rita Milios. We have Coffee Candy and Creative with Pup Duffy. Um, and Gene has his own on Sunday afternoons called um, Helping and Thinking. I think that's 10. And then we have On a Whim coming up later on this, either the end of this month or middle of next month. Remember when all of this came about and we were talking about the magazine and we discussed how things build off of each other. And if it's the right thing to do, good things will come. Well, 
I, I would venture to say that the other shows, the tentacles of the mothership, are part of the good things that are happening. Absolutely. Now, Ian, I know you've and been doing some deep diving. Hold that thought. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead and jump right in there, my friend. All right. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be talking to you tonight. Like I said, I, I was looking up your stuff, and um, we were talking before the show, and you've, you've done some pretty cool things. Um, you. Well, what did you find out won. about me that I don't know about me? Well, your social security number is. No, I'm just uh, your magazine won the the seal of transparency four years in yes. a row. Yes. And you have been rated the top rated great nonprofit two times in a row. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't know about that one the first year, and we haven't completed all the steps to do oh it this God. year. Oh my God! You're like, we got a what? Uh huh. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> So if uh, my 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 high school education math is all right, you've been together. You've been a group for about four years, correct? That is correct, since 2018. So every year you've won the seal of transparency, and 50% of the time you've been together, you've been the top-rated great nonprofit. So my question yes. for you is, what is the magic to a winning team? What what what's the juice that you guys have that we need to start drinking? Oh. <laughs> that that's a good question. Um and it's it's interesting because we have noticed that whenever three of us, Jennifer, Lynn and I, are together, there is some kind of electricity in the air. People can feel it. Yvonne knows. Mm-hmm. She has been with me she's been with me for y'all, you know, like we said, at least ten years. And she met Jennifer Probably when we started Be Unique. I don't think you met her before that, did you? No, it was it was when we were getting Be Unique off the ground, and we met up at Captain Hiram's and had yep. a two-hour discussion. And she was <laughs> she was giving me all these excuses of why she couldn't. And I looked at her and I said, "How bad do you want it?" Remember and, that? But the, the it, yes, I do. And you've been with us when Lynn was with us too. Haven't you? Yes. Yes. And you can tell there's some kind of magic, and I don't know what it's called, but when the three of us are together, the energy changes, and it's always a good thing. And I cannot, I can't, I have to share something. I'm really excited about this. This is given a new script for a new film. It's fiction, but based on reality. And it's going to be a period piece. Um, I, Jennifer and I worked all weekend. I kid you not. This was, you talk about 24-7, this was very close to that. We probably worked 12 hours Saturday and 12 hours Sunday, and then we finished it up on Monday. We applied for a grant for this film. I'll be really surprised if we don't get it. I won't be disappointed because, I gave that up for Lent one year, and I never picked it back up again. But right. this 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 film is going to put us on the map, I think, even more so than we already have. And, you know, you mentioned the, the podcasts and the magazines. The films are phenomenal. The way 
And I, I'll give Jennifer 98% of the credit for that. I, I do a little bit on that. I help with scripts. I check the credits. I make sure everything is spelled. For, I guess I'd be the continuity person. Mm-hmm. Um, if something looks a little bit off, I say, oops, that, you, put, you need to move that, edit this, and put that over there. But I, um, I give her so much credit for the vision behind everything. If it, I was telling somebody else today. In fact, I was telling Pup. She's one of our other podcasters. Um, she wanted to do something visual, and I said, if it's visual, you have to go through Jennifer. I said, I am written and spoken word only. Other than that, <laughs> leave me out of it. So some of the magic Jen- is knowing what your. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, conti- fin- because I was fixing to um, slide right in with that same type of statement. So continue, my friend. <laughs> this is why we, we, we team up, right? We just, we just mm-hmm. left hand, right hand, right? So yep. what, what you're saying is some of the magic is knowing your lane. No, knowing- yes. you know, you, and, and, you know, it's interesting because I'm just finishing up one of our um, – I pre-record most of our manifest shows. We have two shows a month that are live, two are pre-recorded. And I was just doing the one about knowing your skill set. And mm-hmm. it's so important in any part of life, you need to know what you're good at and you need to know what you're not so good at. And <laughs> sure, could I do it by myself? Maybe. Could Jennifer do it by herself? Sure. But would it be the same? No, because I know that she is a great videographer. She's great with audio. She knows I'm great with anything written or spoken. And she'll tell people, let Mary talk. Give her the microphone. She doesn't care. She gets, <laughs> she gets tongue-tied. I'm like, shine that light over here, baby. Yep. You want to get my good side? Just do it all 360 because every side is good side. And, that would be you know, I'm, I'm... <laughs> You don't have to shine a light on my good side. Just put it right on top and let it shine down. And it has to compete with my star shine. I, I was born Yvonne, into a family of clowns. That, that's Mary. Trust me. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> were, were you going along the same theme, Yvonne? Oh, she was. I, I could tell. It was like, you know, oh, yeah. you know, you have to choose your team because that's something Yvonne and I have talked about a lot mm-hmm. over the years. Pick, pick the right people for your team. And no, you don't want four clowns because then you're always auditioning. You need somebody like me who is not afraid of the spotlight. If somebody says, well, who wants to be on my podcast? My hand's up in the air. Who wants to be on my talk show? My hand and my feet are both up in the air. No, wait a minute. Different show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shucks. (sighs) Anyway, um, I'm right there. If you want something done in the background behind the camera, Jennifer is the person to go to. She, She can put... I have a way of working with writers as an editor and also with people that I interview. I can tell your story better than you can tell your story. And in fact, I had a, an artist who was on our cover a couple of issues ago. No, this, 
the last issue. Yeah, the very last issue. And she um, had no idea. She said, I've never, I had no idea that somebody could tell my story in 500 words. She said, but you did it. And you did it better than I could have. It would have taken me, you know, three chapters to do that. Uh, but that's the part of, of learning to write is knowing how to say enough without saying too much. Mm-hmm. Am I right, Miss Yvonne? Yes, I'm, and how to leave the the reader guessing so that they will dig deeper down the road. Exactly. You always want them going, wait, I want to know more. I want to learn all about this. And there's always more to learn. I mean, no matter what you think you know about me, Ian, you've only scratched the tippity top of the little bit of the iceberg. So much well, then more. I gotta I gotta throw it back to to the host because she knows more than I do. Yvonne, I know you got something for her. Let, let's scratch a little bit deeper than the surface. How's that? <laughs> well, Good Mary. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me put it this way. We never know which Mary we're going to see either on social media (laughs) or in person because Mary changes her hair color monthly and it's not the standard colors. Mary is a very eclectic, bright, effervescent woman who is extremely sure of who she is what she's about, where she's going, and how she's going to get there. And if you don't want to ride in the car with her, then you can do one of two things. You can run along the side, ride in the trunk, or stay the heck at home. Yep. Am I, am I right, Mary? You are, you are so right. And, you know, the reason I change my hair color is because I – I get bored, I guess. And when she um, gets bored, like I look me, in the, she gets I look in, in the mirror sometimes and I think, who is that? Well, <laughs> it's not who I want it to be. Let's change it. And this woman, I like keeping people on their toes. She does. And, and the thing with Mary is Mary is very direct. She does not mince words. And <laughs> she's, she, she is not afraid to tell it the way that it is and not the way that one perceives it to be because number one life is too short to dance around a subject and number two she 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 like me has no patience tolerance now will she waste a bullet for stupidity i don't know why you know so well i'm i'm confused i i don't see the correlation Well, like like Yvonne, I'm I was born and raised in the South. She in Georgia, me in South Carolina. We know how to make southern iced tea and cornbread. Mm-hmm. We also know how to dole out a bless your heart from time to time. Absolutely, absolutely. And depending on the context of the conversation, it can be an empathy and sympathy, or it can be go straight to hell. Do not pass go. And I'm sorry, you're so stupid. Would you like directions? I was actually, Ian, I was told, oh, God, oh, probably before you were born. I'm trying to stop and think which one of my, I'm trying to remember which one of my children was involved in this situation. 
but uh, I was told that I could emasculate a man and make him ask for more. Mm-hmm. And it, we, it's we not even a matter of, you know, you, there, you can be direct, but you don't have to be mean about it. You can be forthcoming without being a biatch. You can exactly. do what has to be done and have people still respect you at the end of it. And, and Mary, the, the thing about, and Ian may or may not know this, but the thing about real Southern women, especially those of us that were brought up with the attitude of the old South, is we look weak. We look like humble pie. Butter wouldn't melt in our mouth. You know, we're just these sweet little Southern women but they don't know that we have an iron fist in this velvet glove. Yeah. If anybody has watched the movie True Grit, you might think that it's about the, uh, I forget what he was. I think he was a sheriff, a deputy, whatever, marshal. Yeah, he was a marshal. But the grit that they're talking about is really that young girl. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She has the grit that is needed and Yvonne, how many were in your family, your brothers and sisters? There were five of them. I remember, I remember Stanley because you talked about him a lot and you've written mm-hmm. about him. But mm-hmm. I didn't remember how many. And I came from a family of eight. Now, where did you place in your family? I was the oldest. Okay. I was the middle child. So that makes me even more special than you. I- <laughs> I'm going to. No. <laughs> oh, you're not. You're hey, not. y'all can't beat the baby of the family, okay? So I'm just oh, saying. No. I'll listen to him. <laughs> see that? Well, see that? The baby that's is a special position too. It is, and you know, I am very proud of my only child roots because my parents did it right the first time and didn't need to procreate anymore. So hey. Ah, okay. <laughs> so he's the oldest and the baby. So you sit right in here with all of our egos. It's a good thing we're not doing this in person. I know. Because the room room could not contain us. I'm telling you. You know, I learned from the best, so. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how did you two meet? Ian. Oh, well. It's it's it's, it's kind of convoluted. Yeah. When yeah. When there was this group. Did you, you know, pick the, him up on the streets? Well, no. I was but... running next to her car, and I was told that I could either choose the <laughs> trunk or I get into the trunk. <laughs> Good. And I didn't know how to take that, so I just kept running next to the car. And now we're here, co-host, hosting and co-hosting shows. Still running love next it. to I the love car. It. He, he yeah, is also no, an he, he is also an author, and okay, we met through. He had a writers group called um, Phoenix Writers, and as we were building this show the first time around, we all got connected in in friends on Facebook, and I watched him basically grow up. Emotionally, mentally, physically, get married, have a beautiful little girl, go through life trials. And when I decided to resurrect this show, 
he was at a place in his life where he needed to co-host. So I said, get your butt over here. We're doing this. He said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells you no. Yeah, we no. – yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty good synopsis. I mean, there was um, what brought me to Phoenix, and I'm not going to take away from you and, and and all your stuff tonight too. Um, so please don't don't think that I'm trying to steal the oh, spotlight. Oh please don't but, don't even sweat that. I don't care who's talking as long as we're having fun. <laughs> oh well, then we all need to go in the same room and see if the ego <laughs> can be contained in one room. No. Um, <laughs> So I, I actually, I've never really, um, oh God, I'm actually getting a little bit emotional. Uh, <laughs> Yvonne, you suck. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't really, uh, I haven't really uh, told anybody this in a long time. Um, so when I was in high school, I, I was writing books since I was like eight, like putting them on floppy Wait, disks. And I, I edited cereal boxes with my crayon. Don't. Give me that thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But I was typing up, up up on floppy disks, and every year, the next grade up, they would say, oh, you know, that Ian Bush guy, he's writing books. And they're like, in fifth grade, yeah, yeah, he's writing books. Like, if he's writing, he's, he gets good grades, all that, and yada, yada. And every year, they just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me and, you know, supporting it. And then my senior year in high school – there was a local contest um, for authors, and I probably shouldn't even talk about this because he'll try to sue me again for slander, even though he knows what he did. Um, but, hey, it's off the chain, so come at me, buddy. You know? I'm exactly. still kicking. I'm still published. Um, he did a local high school writers contest, and um, he actually didn't seem like he, – he, his heart wasn't in the right place. Let's just say that. And so I actually didn't want to write anymore because I kind of got taken advantage of um, along with the other authors. And the reason that I'm getting emotional is because um, one of them uh, was – she turned out to be like one of my best – damn it. She turned out to be one of my best friends, and uh, she's not here anymore. <laughs> so um, I haven't thought about her and three or four years but um her and i kept writing we're like screw it yeah no (laughs) no i i i try not to think about her anymore but um but sometimes sometimes you have to because when you you do that gives you the opportunity to heal (laughs) it's healing yeah and so um yeah i guess i'm something but um her and i kept writing we're like man screw that guy like we're gonna keep Right in, and, and she kept getting some deals, and I kept getting some deals, and then Phoenix came around. Yvonne heard about us, and um, Yvonne picked us up for my second book, and um, she didn't get picked up because um, she didn't she didn't want to write the the genre. And I, I said, you know, that's okay. You know, you'll you'll find something, and um, we still remained really close friends, and uh. Sorry. It's quite all right. This is why we do no, our change. necessary. Ian, you know that. Yeah, you know I haven't thought about her in seriously like four years since since it all happened, man. Like she was a y'all would have loved her, man. She uh, she was a cool chick. <clears throat> but um, 
Yeah. So that's where Yvonne yeah. and I met, and we've been doing this ever since. And when she needed a little bit of assistance with the show, she'd bring me on. And when I needed a little assistance with, you know, being creative and staying focused, she brought me on. So Excellent. Worked out. She's really good at that. She, she's a bit of a muse. Yeah. Hey, and you guys <laughs> have an interesting um, connection, too, because uh, – Something about hats and Yvonne just bring people together. Why don't you, uh, why don't you yell in that tail while I go clean my face up real fast? Well, when I first met, first saw her, I saw this little woman. She looked like the Mad Hatter because the hat was almost as tall as she was, and it was at a an authors for it was the first authors for authors event. That was about 10 years ago, and I had been sent there via the newspaper that I was working for at the time and was told to write an article about it, talk to everybody, get an interview, get quotes. You know, they had to fill up the the paper, so they were going to do like a two-page spread on it or something. So I I saw Yvonne, and I was like, hmm, she's cute. I like that hat. (laughs) Take a picture. (laughs) Ooh, those books. Oh, wow, Those those are powerful. I'll be back, and I walked around. And I couldn't get my head off my mind off of her hat. So I walked around, I took a few more pictures, and I interviewed a few more people, and I came right back. I really like that hat. And she says, well, thank you. And she says, what about my books? I said, what about them? It's full of scary pictures. <laughs> Not the pictures, but, you know, the covers were frightening. They were all about murder and mayhem, and they were all true stories. And, and I got your attention. Yes, and so I'd walk around the room and I talk. I have to go. I have to do some more interviews. I'll be back, and I, I think I stayed until the event was over and probably walked you to your car. I don't remember, but yep, we've just been really good friends since then. The day that we were ready to launch Be Unique, we only had a digital magazine and a couple of. Um, I think we had some handmade flyers really printed out at home. I don't think we had printed anything yet. We were brand spanking new. We did have a nice website. And for whatever reason, she, Yvonne couldn't do her Authors for Authors event that year. Oh, I know what the reason was. It was but, Jack. Um, yeah. yeah. He, was, he, was, he was still with us, but clinging to life at that moment. Mm-hmm. So oh, God. She, we can't make Yvonne cry tonight, too, y'all. We <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> Yvonne, so anyway, she said, Mary, I've got this table. Do you want it? And I said, well, yeah, we could launch the magazine. She said, I, that's what I thought. I said, how much that, do I owe you? That, she said, nothing. It's my gift to you. That was an author and for so, authors. That was the one. That was at, Book Lovers. Yes. That was that the That was an Emulant. Um, yeah, Coco Beach. International Palms. Yeah, uh, yeah, International Palms. So we launched that day with basically, uh, I, I brought, um, I think I brought a laptop and a monitor, and we played a little video that we had created and had the digital magazine up there for people to click through. It had 20 pages. That was it. And um, she gave us the the, the booth as a gift and it launched us it made us stop thinking you know it was like 
I don't want to use the term that my mama said, but you know, do something or get off the pot. Yes. And and that was that was where we were because Jennifer and I were both overthinking. Is it ready? Can we can we do this? Are we ready? And I don't even think Lynn. Well, yeah, Lynn was on board at that point because she helped uh, review the business plan. But we we just basically figured, well, we're going to jump and we'll build our wings on the way down, or else there'll be a nice big splat at the end. So when you jumped and your reach became global, how many countries and members and readers and all of that are reading your your products or listening to your videos? Do you have a number on that? I do, and it's a big one. About a million six hundred. That's now that is, that is not reflected in the number of followers we have because people don't always follow anymore. You know, that used to be the big thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to have so many followers and, and likes and whatnot, subscribers. But we do have the demographics. We know that that many people are, uh, we have over 400,000 every month that just open the magazine. And then we have more. We, we're heard in 72 countries on our, um, the, the, the oh, star in, in our corner over here, the documentary that we created for Green Gables, which is a historic home in Brevard County, um, helped them raise more than half a million dollars toward the purchase of the house. It was a, a oh, house wow. that was about to be was about to be raised and turned into a you know they were gonna uh, what what what's that old song they um, paved paradise and put up a parking lot. It was yep. going to become a gas station, actually. And uh, the family was going to sell the house to, divide, you know, beautiful riverfront property, 125-year-old uh, Victorian Queen Anne house. And um, it had gotten damaged during the 2004 hurricane season, and the family just decided to sell it. And uh, the, this organization of people found it and uh, created a nonprofit to save the house. And we created a film called Forgotten Enchantress. And once again, because of Jennifer's brilliance, we created a GoFundMe account and saved the house. Basically, um, we've been doing we've been working with them hand and foot, hand and glove, basically. In fact, that's why in August I'm going to be over there doing an event. And then in September, I think we have two events we're doing with them. One's an art show. I still don't know what we're doing. I'm I'm waiting to hear because I'm ready to start ripping my art off the walls and take it and sell it to as a, a fundraiser. Well, let me know and I'll bring some of mine. Yeah. I've got to find out, and I think I thought of you the other day when I heard that we were doing this. Because this kind of just popped into my my lap. I've gotten to the point we were talking about this prior to the show. Also, I think even before Ian came on board, um, about age and and learning mm-hmm. and wisdom, and mm-hmm. this is something you'll have to learn when the time is right for you, my friend. As you get older, you learn that you don't have to do it all. And if you don't do it all, guess what? It'll still, it'll either get done eventually or somebody else will pick it up and run with it. And 
You don't have to do it at all. But um, I used to think that my finger had to be in every single Be Unique pie. And I'm learning to delegate. So somebody else is managing all the events. And they pretty much say, Mary, we'd like for you to be here. And I'm like, okay. And I'll I show like up. it that way. Well, you know, I, I was late to the to the pre-show meeting because just like when we had uh, Lady Redneck a couple of weeks ago, Yvonne, I was in the mirror trying to pep myself up and say, it's okay, just just call. <laughs> it's okay, they're not going to beat you up. It's okay, just, just call them. Well, that, so, if you're looking for somebody to give you hell and take your money, I'm your girl. That's what I do. I can, I can, I'm telling you, man, I can make you happy that I am bullying you. You know, that's but what they say at a, I, well, never mind. I won't go there. But uh, they say the same thing at other establishments, okay? Like, they. <laughs> we are all off the chain, aren't we? And ladies and gentlemen, this is why we call it off the chain. We have no it idea how conversation <laughs> No filters. <laughs> no filters. Oh, oh my God! Jennifer keeps to, trying I, to shove I, a filter I, on my mouth, and <laughs> and it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. Yesterday, yesterday we were working on an, an email together. We were we were doing a Zoom, and I said, "Oh, this email just popped up. I need to respond to it really quickly because blah 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 blah." And she said, "Well, don't say that." I said, "Well, what do you want me to say?" <laughs> Dear Kathy, hi. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great day. I'm like, why? Why? That's why? extra words. I don't need those extra words. And that's Did not Did you ever me. see that Facebook joke uh, about um, the words that people put in emails and what they really mean? So if you say, like, per my last email, it says, like, hey, stupid, open your eyes and see that I said this already. Stuff like that. Are you are you that type of person where you're like, no, oh, no, 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 like, no. I don't. I don't like to use the word per, and I don't ever do read. In fact, this woman responded to me with, um, "If you'll just read the email chain, you'll see that I gave you this answer already." And I'm, I wanted to say, look, Heffa, bless your heart. I did not read your email chain because I don't have that kind of time. Just tell me the answer I want. But what I do is I, I find the email chain and I go, I, I erase everything except for the date that they got it the first time. And I highlight what they need to know. I'm a little more subtle than per your, our last email, but like maybe that. it's not as subtle. It's more like in your face, stupid. This is what we said. <laughs> this well, is what we her, Ian, because she I was is so say, much I'm like No, Yvonne, you have more questions, don't you? Well, what I want to ask her about is the the Ruby Holly Ruby Holland Foundation. That's fairly new, isn't it? The foundation is yes. revised. It's not new. I don't remember when it was established, um, but the woman who's running it um, is Ruby Holland's daughter, Elizabeth Fullington, and she kind of let it, life got in the way of running the nonprofit, and so it fizzled for a while, and she's re 
uh, resuscitated it, I guess. And she met Jennifer at an event in Orlando, and they did what happens every time people meet her. They fell in love, and then uh, it was it was really kind of cool because Elizabeth kept emailing me and asking me questions, and I'd finally just pick up the phone and call her and answer her questions. And sometimes it was something as simple as, my office is a wreck and I don't know what to do. And I, I've got to get this information over to Jennifer and Mary. I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, let's start by cleaning your office. <laughs> I mean, I'm really good at telling people what to do, but not necessarily doing it myself. Physician oh, to myself. And Ian, that is but, a true um, statement for her. Yep, that is a true statement. <laughs> yeah, you've seen her. I've had to, I have had to pull her away from the cliff many times. Mm-hmm. Well, you know it's it's always yeah, easier to fix everybody else's life, but your own. Like well, my I, life I can tell anybody to so... start running more and lose weight, but I'm not the one that's <laughs> running and trying to lose weight. Like, well, well I well, have that... decided I am in perfect shape for the shape you're in. Pair. Pears are beautiful. Look at a pear. That is true. That that is true. <laughs> I'm like Ma Rainey, except my black bottom ain't black. Ouch. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to bring this back for a minute <laughs> before we start talking about. Um, you know, it's good that you start, got Ian. Uh, you have real fact to reality because you won't. <laughs> No, I just, just let I'm just afraid to figure out what shape I am. <laughs> right. I'm kind of like a, I'm all, like a Labrador with a tennis ball. <laughs> we're we're all going to be in the insane asylum, and we're all going to be, you know, hands tied behind our back, just giggling at each other. They're not going to know what to do with us. Well, that sounds like perfect fun to me. Well, well, the well, thing, you know, well, the oh. the thing is, and my dogs are barking. Ignore them. The thing is, you have to remember is they are not going to admit us to an insane asylum because they won't have us. Yeah, we'll start. Yep. We'll, we'll start the revolution. Yes. Well, you know, and they know a couple this. days ago, we would we would have we would have the inmates running the asylum before long. Yes. A couple of days ago, Curtis took a day off from work, and he said, let's go up to Kennedy Space Center and just play like we're tourists, which we've never done it by ourselves. We've always been the host to other people there. So it was really kind of interesting to do it on our own terms. And he knows that one of my favorite exhibits is the Atlantis exhibit. And so we got in line. Well, we got into the building where the line started or ended and I'm like no I know where that line I know exactly how long that line winds around before mm-hmm. you get there we we will be standing in line for an hour to an hour and a half no thank you I'm not doing it now you got to understand I wasn't even standing because of my situation with my feet right now I was on a scooter he rented a scooter for me so that I didn't have mm-hmm. to be on my feet all day because Otherwise, I'd have been crippled today. And so he said, okay, well, we'll find another way in. So we, we actually went in the exit uh, from this exhibit, 
and that meant that we had to go backwards. Typically, they bring you in at the top of this building, and then you wind your way down, and then you're down on ground level. We started at ground level and went up, and we were going backwards. And as we're going, people are looking at us, wondering, what is this old crazy woman with blue and green and red hair doing on a scooter going the wrong direction? And we just started, we, we saw them, and that made us laugh. And we tackled for three floors. And well, Curtis just looks hey, and smiles. Uh, He's one of those quiet guys. Looks at me and smiles and lets me do my own thing. Right. Yvonne, blink twice if you're safe. I've never heard your dog uh, co-host with us. Oh, yeah, I'm safe. He he thought he heard somebody knocking on the door, but he didn't hear anybody knocking on the door. He's a little Maltese. And he's very protective. Yeah, yeah no, that's Riley. That's- Lenny doesn't yeah, bark Riley. much. Riley, I, oh, breath, I, I right? remember Riley. <laughs> yeah, Riley doesn't. Riley's in, in, inserted himself into a couple of shows. Usually, he sleeps through the show, but he heard something that disturbed him. in in the middle of okay. the night, now he he'll he'll go to sleep about eight o'clock or so, and and he'll sleep until I'm ready to go to bed. I can go and turn off all the lights and say, let's go to bed. And as soon as I go in my bedroom and start to get in the shower, he runs back into the living room and starts barking. Well, that's to let you know that he's in control. He's got he's got everything under control. He thinks he's got everything under control. He's pissing <laughs> me off when he barks all night and I don't get to sleep. Yeah, I'd be a little well, upset with hey, that, too. I got one more for you, too. So... We, we've been talking about how you work with freelance writers and photographers, editors, illustrators, um, cinemagraphy, all that. What's the common theme you see in each of the arts that brings all of us together? And and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you from saying well creativity because duh like yes creativity but like what what's the other thing that when you not, see all these I was not gonna say that. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to make what sure. Of, what kind of cre- what kind of creative person would I be? You've seen how I spell be unique, right? No, oh, I, I did. I did. It was hard for me okay. to Google. I mean, I, 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 I found it eventually. I was just waiting for it, too. Right, we were the top hit. Right. Um, well, and I was waiting for it, too, because I know that we're all sarcastic. We'd be like, oh, creativity. I'd be like, yeah, good job. All right, next question. Cool. You don't. Thanks. No, no. They, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have asked for the next question. You just said, please expand. <laughs> but no, um, whether it's, see, I've got this new thing, new fascination in my life right now, and I'm in the process of figuring out how I'm going to get one for free. But I want a taiko, which is a Japanese kettle drum. I'm going to be like, Todd Rundgren, Yvonne knows who that is. Ian probably mm-hmm. doesn't, but I'm going to bang on the drum all day. Um, I would say that what I would think that what ultimately brings creative people together. You're talking about globally, not just be unique, right? I mean, either or. I mean, either you're or. on a global scale, okay. so you are bringing. If you're on a global scale, I would assume that you're bringing people together globally, correct? Correct. And I will tell you that what brings people, 
What brings creative people toward Be Unique is the theme of kindness. Whether you're being kind to animals or uh, Mother Earth, if you want the oceans to be cleaner, if you want uh, children to be safe, at the core of everything we do is unconditional love and kindness and just a little bit of ego. <laughs> we actually, in, cases, in, our by, in our bylaws, we actually say that we leave the ego at the door. Uh, it's not as easy to do as it is to say, but we, we strive toward that. Well, I, I until think I, overall, until I come I think here and go off the chain. <laughs> but, but, but Mary, but there there are no egos in this organization, and and the reason there's no egos is because we're always a feeding off of each other and b building each other up. When one of us is having a bad day, the rest of the group goes, "Now wait a minute, you didn't get this far about yeah." And you didn't get this far by How being in the pits. So here, we, exactly. And, 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 and we know, don't, the only time Ian we look asked, down is when we're helping someone up. Yes. Uh, Ian asked earlier what the magic formula was. And, you know, where's the Kool-Aid? How can we all drink it? And you, you just basically hit on it. We feed off each other's energy. We're a bunch of vampires. That's true. Um, but we... We do. We, but the beautiful part is, everybody in the organization, whether they write once a quarter, or like a post on Facebook once a year, if if you're the remote remotest way connected to be unique, you have kindness at your core somewhere, and because of that, if you see somebody who's down. You're going to pick them up. You might. <laughs> In fact, I remember uh, Johnny was, uh, he's, our, our board has recently changed. We've had a big sweep of, of things, but oh, mm-hmm. when Johnny was on the board, he and I were working on a film together, and somehow he got powdered donut on his clothes, and I was very eager to help him brush the powdered donut off. And he kept telling me, you missed a spot, Mary. I said, you can't even see back here. How do you know I missed a spot? He said, I can feel, and I know you didn't hit every part. (laughs) See, and it's funny that you say kindness, too, because, like, my love language is, like, sarcasm, making fun of people. And some people don't like that. And I'm like, no, like, if I'm not, like, having fun and poking fun at you, like, very kindly, gently, like, obviously, if I cross the line, you got to tell me. Um, but like, that's how I show kindness is like, I just kind of, you know, in other ways too, that's not the only way that I show kindness, but it's funny that we were talking about kindness and how that, that, how it's shown to other people. Cause like the way you show kindness might not be the way that I want to receive said kindness, right? True. And and I think sometimes we can't get out of our own way 
when it comes to other people because we have a a set perception of how they're supposed to treat us and instead of just accepting somebody where they are in life because we we expect to be accepted the same way we want to mold and change them to our perception of them and that's not the way it works until and and until we can accept ourselves there's no way we're going to accept somebody else mm-hmm. um, Jack, Jack, my my late husband, who I absolutely adore with all of my heart, is a prime example of people wait, literally, people would wait in line or, or wait, sit at a dinner table when our group was out to dinner. They would literally sit at a dinner table and silently say to themselves, I hope he zings me tonight. Because that was his way of showing love. That was his way of showing love. And if he zinged you, he loved you. Exactly, and people knew. That's and people his way of it. giving attention. Yes, and and people knew it, and That's and they waited like for that. it. I think people just don't know how to communicate. I mean, I've had so many people that I say like an offhand comment, and they're like, "Man, that really offended me." They don't even come and tell me; they tell fifteen other people. Well, they I mean, need to get out of their own way. They just need well, to stop right. and get out of their own way. It, it's it's That's so easy for people to be offended or say they're offended because they think that's the cool phrase of the day or something. I don't know. Well, I'm offended I, never that they're offended. Out, I'm they, not even offended by anything. I, well, I, I'm, I have a I'm different. I have a T-shirt that says, here's a little hint, I don't care. There you go. And, and the problem is I care too much. But... I have gotten to where my level of caring has changed. I don't care with every fiber of my being if someone else is offended. I, and I, I just can't, I can't be bothered some days to be concerned with other people's opinions. There you go. And 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 now now we're in trouble because now we've reached the five-minute mark. So now you've got to come back. Yeah. Tell me when. I'll mark it on the calendar right now. Okay. Let's look it up on it quick. <laughs> See how easy that is? I was actually just end? gonna let you know that too. I was gonna let you know that too, Yvonne. I was all like, you know, the show we've been it's just funny. We do care about the show a lot. I think the listeners and the and the guests and all that you know too. And man, that five minute mark just comes out of nowhere. Real fast. You wanna come back on the twenty ninth of November? That sounds like somebody's birthday. Whose birthday is it? I think I have a sister. Uh, the 29th <laughs> of November is uh, Monday. Yes, I'll be there. Same okay. time? Same time, same bat station. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard, heard it first here. My friend and Be Unique magazine editor, owner, and the love of her life will be back with us on November the 29th <laughs> at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. The the core of this magazine, and Mary will be the first to tell you, is written by many, many different writers all over the world. And the, the yeah, one thread we all have for the writers, twenty seven countries, including the USA. And and the 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 core is acceptance, love, tolerance, inspiration, and understanding. So. When 
we say be unique, what we're saying is be the change you want to see. Am I right, Mary? Amen. Yes, you are. Our our goal, our mission actually is working today to change tomorrow. There you and, go. And that's why my first book, you know, Ian, I've been writing for many, many years too. I just haven't bothered to get published yet. I'm in the process of having my first book in its in the layout stage right now. And I'm going to be giving proceeds from the sales of my book to Be Unique because that's how much I care about this organization. I think it's I, – I know it's world-changing. It's something bigger than just a nonprofit. It's bigger than any of us. Yeah. It, this, it's a move. This is – yeah, it's it, this movement is bigger than any one individual. So, ladies and gentlemen, those are our words of wisdom for the night. And real quick, have you got any? Yeah, I'll be quick. Because um, if I if I'm not quick, then I'll start boohooing again. But I guess uh, <laughs> if you're not quick, uh, you'll be slow. <laughs> right. Uh, don't uh, don't forget your friends, even when they're not here anymore. There you go. Amen. Because that 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 is very profound and and so ladies and gentlemen go and look at beunique.org wait until after the show is over the magazine is online in fact all of the past issues are up you can go and scroll through them and read articles and and find out what the movement is about Find out why my dear friend Mary is so passionate in what she does and why I love her so much. She is a very integral part of my life. She's very important to me. And my life has been made richer and blessed because this beautiful, beautiful woman shows me as her friend. And I want to thank you for that, my dear one, and thank you for spending an hour of your time with us tonight because I know you're, you're very, welcome. very busy. But I should say thank you to you as well because unlike the rubber tree, you know, comes from you, bounces off me, and goes right back. There we um, go. I do want to say one thing, though, because people we've talked about be unique, be unique. If you don't like reading we have audio versions of the magazine as well. Not all of them yet, um, but we're in the process of getting the first. I think we started on issue 16, but uh, from 16 through 21, at least, I know our audio. So there you if go. If you don't know how to spell it, it's B-U-N-E-K-E. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't read, listen to the audio. They are up there. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, music artist Bill Abernathy will be joining us, and you're going to be in for a surprise. I want to thank my co-host Ian Bush, as always. I love him. He keeps me laughing. He also keeps me on the straight and narrow. I want to thank my friend Mary Brotherton, and she will be back on November 29th. This is Off the Chain. I'm Yvonne Mason with Ian Bush and Mary Brotherton telling you all good night good night everybody ian it was great to meet you yvonne thank you You i'll see you in november i'll see you all right yes bye-bye everybody bye